0: Those who don't know, the teacher was doing this with his hands, to mean, those who don't know, stand up. This was a ritual. Every morning, the teacher started the day asking questions that we were supposed to be able to answer, if we had done the homework those who don't know. Every morning, a good deal of my classmates stood up. I was 10 years old. I could read fluently. I knew my multiplication tables well enough. I could answer the questions. The teacher knew that, and therefore, he didn't ask me. I kept sitting. A boy who would remain seated but couldn't answer a question if he was asked was in serious trouble. The teacher could slap him or pull an ear or a cheek and pull and shake and keep asking. And so you don't know where the law begins and de deux. Nowadays, a teacher who would treat children like that would lose his job and even maybe go to court. But it was the early 70s, the middle of nowhere, countryside France, and there were still very old school teachers who behaved like dictators. Dictators, but nobody would have used such a word because it was just, just normal. Most boys were tough, working class kids. I was a meek middle class product. The years before, I was in another school with female teachers and softies as classmates. I don't know why this other school closed. In this one, I was a loner, I was a dreamer, I I loved reading, I loved nature. I was not good at football. I was not good at fighting. I was good in class, but you don't earn an ounce of respect from your mates with intellectual deeds. That's when I started to feel that my education was actually a big lie, because it didn't address big chunks of reality. The worst thing. I've seen the teacher doing was lift a boy by the ears. Our classroom was at ground level. Outside was a schoolyard surrounded by grids. It was strictly forbidden to climb on. We were in class and suddenly the teacher saw outside a kid climbing on the grids. He opened the window and called, hey, hey, you come here. The idiot complied. He came. The teacher grabbed the boy by the ears and lifted him to get, it, to get him into the classroom. Then he told him off and sent him away. I spent my days sitting, not like everyone. If the teacher asked a question during the day to a boy and he couldn't answer, he had to stand up. If the teacher asked a question to a boy who was already standing up, if he could answer, he could sit down. If he couldn't, he had to kneel. And this was normal. I didn't like normal. I was thinking, parents sacrifice themselves for their children so that they can have a good education. That's most probably something the teacher told us. And I could only agree with him. Parents have to go to work to earn money. And then back home, there are still so many things to do, so many chores. So yes, parents sacrifice themselves for their children so that they can have a good education, learn a job, earn good money, get married and have children in turn, and then sacrifice themselves. This seemed absurd to me. I was also thinking, humanity keeps making progress. As you can see, I was listening to the lessons. Humanity keeps making progress. We invent machines that can do the jobs people had to do before. For instance, before they were plowing the fields behind horses or oxes, now they have tractors, so much more powerful. So we we should be on holiday most of the time, no? My favorite memory from that time is daydreaming, me daydreaming, looking through the window at a sunbeam, passing through the leaves of a tree. It was 3 p.m. It was a beautiful time, and it was a beautiful light. And it seemed wrong to me, completely wrong, to have to sit indoors all day long when life, real life, was being near the tree in that light. I still feel the same, I love freedom, don't you?